What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of At Large Bid, brought to you by the 48 Minutes Network. I am Tim Daniel, as always, with my pal, my team. Ryan Lester. I'm Taylor Bergfeld. So, national championship just happened. We touch on that for a little bit, kind of give our recap. I don't know if you guys heard Virginia won the title. God's yeah, plan. Yeah. God's plan. Um, there was a lot of coaching moves. A little bit. Yeah. Just a few. A big one in our local area. Yeah. So we're going to talk on about that. And then uh, we will actually have a really cool segment that Taylor came up with uh, that you'll hear later in the show as well. And then we're going to talk about a few draft declarations. Um, so we're going to kind of touch on everything going on in the college basketball world. We are still figuring out our game plan for the offseason. Uh, we have a few ideas. I know we listed them last week, but once we have everything in store, we will kind of get that all together and let you guys know what's going on. Uh, I know draft preps kind of be the big thing for a couple weeks, obviously with big recruiting news as well. Um, so without further ado, this is the Swiss Out Large Bid. Enjoy. Well, I know we're a few days late because I was literally fresh off the plane to record this with you guys today. Welcome back. Hopping Thanks. on the jet. Yeah. Ford was awesome. I was so happy to be there. Um, caught the national title down there. And I'll tell you, it was a lot better of a game than we thought it'd be, mm-hmm. I assume. Um, I thought both teams in the second half were outstanding. Um, you caught most the majority of the first half. Yeah, I did. And, and I did not because yeah. I was on vacation. Yeah. Um, it was not fun in the first half. No, it was pretty ugly the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was um, keeping up with my phone. And I was like, is it 28 to 24 or something at halftime? Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Texas Tech was like 0 of 8 from the field, and the first nine points were from free throws. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Jerry Culver at one point was like 0 of 7. Yeah, rough start. I yeah. mean, they got into a rhythm. Like, probably with like five minutes left, they got into a rhythm. Um, and they started scoring. And then Ty Jerome had a big three. They got like 32, 29 and a half, something like that. But it was, <laughs> yeah. It was not a well, great. Yeah, not a great. Great uh, offensive stretch for the whole team. So, yes, and then the second half, about would say probably about the twelve minute march, probably when it just started really kicking and getting spot. crazy. Big and shot was, after big shot. Yeah, and that's like that's when I finally got a chance to sit down and watch some of it. I was at a bar down there at Disney Springs, and we had it on. We had a round, and there was this one stretch in the game. I think it was about eight, seven, eight minutes to go, where it's just like. You see Culver and DeAndre Hunter just going at it. And, mm-hmm. like, Culver comes down, hits a bucket. Hunter comes down, hits a bucket. Now, like, that was the best part of the game. It was like yeah. a heavyweight fight. Yeah. Just going back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Culver's, like, driving the lane, spinning in the layup. Like, oh, my I'm God. Like, that was nasty. <laughs> yeah. Virginia's just like the Undertaker gift. Like, every night they just <laughs> pop in their hand. I'm like, they're yeah. not dead yet. You can't yes. kill them. <laughs> well, they win every game in, yeah. like, the last 20 seconds. Ah, uh, yeah. Purdue, they're losing. They're down, Purdue, they're down three with five seconds left. They make a free throw, miss it, and get a tip in to go to overtime. Yeah. Auburn, they're down three with like four. They're down four with 14 seconds left. They win. And then this game, they're losing like a minute left, and they win. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, God's plan. <laughs> it's God's shout plan. Out, shout out Mark Pettis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. They were destined to win one at some point, right? Yeah. You know, every year they've been awesome for a while now. Tony Bennett, I mean, this is a weird stat. I saw. This is Tony Bennett's, like, 13th year head coach. So he was at Washington State before, and then he was mm-hmm. at Virginia. Like, Coach K didn't win, or I think Roy didn't win one until his 17th year. Dean Smith didn't win it until his 21, uh, his 21st year. Cal Perry didn't win it until, like, his 20th year coaching. Like, I mean, Bennett's up there in, like, elite category. Like, Not I'm to ha- mention Cal Perry was in the NBA for three years. True. Like, uh, yeah, it's just... I'm happy for Tony Bennett and them. It's it's a great story. Obviously, the redemption. For, yeah, I mean, call guy just had the Twitter avi of his uh, 
<laughs> you know, the UMBC lost. I mean, they were literally with the lowest point of college basketball last year, mm-hmm. like the lowest yes. ever. Resilient team. Yeah, and just battle back. I mean, the um, 30 for 30 Twitter account. Oh, yeah, I think I it said, that. like, finish the sentence, what if I told you? Yeah. It's a picture from the UMBC game and that. Yeah, I mean, it's... And I was like, are you guys starting production on this? Yeah, it's a great I'm, story. I'm ready for it. No, I mean, it's... And they had everybody come back, and obviously it's the same team as last year. Um, I mean, they lost a few players, seniors, but, yeah, the, the main core of Hunter, Guy, and Jerome. Like, obviously, Hunter didn't play last year, so that made a huge difference in it. But, I mean, they battled all year. They lost three games this year. Lost in Cameron by, like, four. Yeah. Lost at home to Duke, and they got... Just, I mean, they got beat. Duke had their, probably their best game of the year. Yeah. And then they lost to Florida State in the ACC tournament, which we all kind of agree that, you know, conference tournaments don't really mean anything. Yeah. Obviously. So, yeah, I mean, you don't have to win it. Like, Carolina didn't win it in 17. Villanova, they won it last year? Yeah, they beat mm. Xavier, didn't they, two years ago? No. They won to Xavier? No, they lost to Providence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, three of the last last three nice champions haven't won the conference That was the Ed Cooley ripped his pants game. Ah, nice. The tower yeah. on the waist. Yeah. Yes. I love Ed Cooley. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> yeah. But... Back to Virginia, yes, it was a great story. <laughs> but I mean, the game was really, you know, they're like, they're like, when they go, so I knew Texas Tech was in trouble and Tariq Owens fouled out. Yeah, it's tough. And then there's like points in the game where Mooney is like trying to take over the game by himself, and I'm like, you have a top five NBA draft pick <laughs> on the floor with you. And I was like, all right, just just get the ball out of your hands. Right. The, the offense at that point should have just been fucking give it to Jared. Yeah, yeah. Like, spread the floor because he wanted it. Yeah, like. You thrive in those kind of moments. Right. Why not give him the ball? There was two for sure NBA players on the floor in that game. Three. Three. I think Ty Jerome's an NBA player. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um but there's you know, there's like so many stretches there where it was like Culver would be out of the game for a while. Like Virginia I had no problem when Hunter would be out of the game because they had Guy, they had Jerome, they had Diakite. Um, you know, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like he can, and like he would like, but like when it came time to get buckets, he was obviously awesome. And of course, Kyle guy, when he has to make foul shots, we know he's there. Yep. It's just, yeah, literally. He's got ice in his veins. He is. Is he the new Aaron Kraft? Cause I feel like he's been at Virginia for 10 years. So. Does he leave? I doubt it. I think Jerome and Hunter, I mean, I think Hunter's gone. Uh, they lose Diakite. Yeah. Um, Did they test the waters? Yeah, definitely. I would. Oh, for yeah, sure. For Especially sure. the new rules. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those new rules are amazing. Well, you get a free evaluation now from NBA scouts, like what to work on. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because I know Eugene German entered the draft full out for mm-hmm. Northern Illinois. Yeah. And he's probably not going to get drafted, but he's going to be really good in the G League, mm-hmm. and I think he's probably going to get a chance. He's super good. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked. I know I've talked about him a couple times on here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't blame those guys at all. If I was Kyle Guy, I would definitely do it. Yep. Especially if you get an evaluation. Part, uh, this is going to be like, sounds sick, but part of me was, uh, when it was tied, after like, Dondre Hunter hit the three in the corner, mm-hmm. I was like, it, Texas Tech came down with like seven seconds left. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, just hit a buzzer beater. I was like, get Chris Jenkins out of here. I was like, give me another one. I was like, come on. And then they missed it. But when DeAndre Hunter got the rebound and like yeah. he, it threw it out of bounds, like I guess after they should have first off they should have got a timeout there. Yeah. I don't understand how the ref didn't give it to him. But when Texas Tech got the ball with like a one point one on the clock, I was like, oh my god, this needs to happen. That would have been awesome. But that would have been overtime was sick. It's like the only the eighth game ever, first time since Memphis, Kansas. Yeah. Shout out Bill Self. Is this? Are we now at the point now that Tony Bennett's won? Is Chris Beard now the best coach in the country to not have one? John B. Line. Oh yeah. God, you're um, right. 
Let's see. Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Mick Cronin. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Mack's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Few. Yeah. I know. I, ever, I, know, I, don't I know. ever want him to win yeah. one. <laughs> All right. Let's, say, like let's go top five. Let's go five like, as a group. So Mark Few definitely is on the top five. I don't know what number right. he is. Chris sure. Mack. John Beeline. John Beeline. Um, ACC, pretty much everybody has one. Yeah, just about. I mean, like Leonard Hamilton's a good coach, but he's not top five. Yeah, Josh Pastor's definitely not top five. <laughs> no. Um, SEC Rick Barnes. No, doesn't have one. No, but definitely. I don't, I don't know Bruce Pearl. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good coaches that don't have one. Big Ten, you go. Mm, I mean, yeah, not the... yet. You can't. You can't make a case for Holtman. I mean, no, no like... I do like Holtman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely Chris Beard too. Like he's yeah, what a ride that guy's been on. Like I mean, he's, that was he's awesome. set now. So like everything is reporting that he's waiting for the Texas job. That yeah, is I've heard so that too. Weird. Like I mean, I Big get money. it. Yeah, I know. I understand it. Like it's just weird. Like ah, like okay, he's got to took the UNLV job and then dip two days later and get the Texas Tech. So it really doesn't. McCredit the same thing. Which we'll get to that. Yikes! Whoops. <laughs> you remember that when he went to UNLV? Yeah, just so to get he money. Take the job. Smart. And then flew back and was yeah. like, no. Yeah, <laughs> smart. We're, we're for Kyle Parry, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yes. Cheating music. <laughs> so, this is good to call the Virginia 1-1, one, one, right? Yeah, I'm happy. I didn't yeah. care who won. Yeah. I didn't either. In the final, all I've the final never four been teams. more indifferent. Yeah. Like, usually I have somebody who I want to root against. Yeah. Or win. And I'm like, don't, yep. don't care. But I didn't, I kind of didn't, I didn't want uh, Michigan State to win it just because... <laughs> I guess Izzo too, and then it's just eh. Yeah, like you know, I mean, it's it's. Did we all did, did we did we pick Michigan State to win it out of the final four? You and I. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. I can't remember. I think I had Virginia. I think I had Virginia beat Michigan State. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had all. Yeah. Should have been there. That double dribble play. At the my column. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My column. <laughs> yeah. That was okay. So can we agree that they missed a double dribble call and then, but that was one hundred percent a foul in the corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Oh, just, absolutely. I mean, what we were talking about before. Yeah. In real time, who who actually makes that double dribble call? Yeah. Right. I, well, I kind of like one of the situations I'm watching. Like, damn, did he just like I I I missed it. I was like, oh, maybe Bryce Brown touched it. Like, I didn't know. But like you said, in real time split second you can't yeah. really make that so I have friends that are Auburn fans that mm. like, I grew up with and like they're like this is rigged I'm like you guys just learned basketball like yeah. last week yeah. yeah chill so you all just started hitting threes and started winning so <laughs> right. shut yes. up yes <laughs> yes you guys play Golden Story Warriors offense yeah. Jeez. really like your best player is about to be gone mm-hmm. Um. so Jared Harper declared by the way did he yeah don't really mm. know where he's gonna go but oh man Rothstein's like I gotta come up with a new tweet now for Auburn <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you listen to him on Shining Pods? Yes. He was good. Robot. Hilarious. He was actually really yeah. funny. Some of his takes were terrible. Like when he said The Dark Knight Rises is the best movie you've seen in the last 10 years. I'm like, bro, that's the worst of the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another podcast another time. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So obviously there's a lot of coaching news going on. Um, Chris Mullen backs out of St. John's. Yeah. Okay. Weird. His choice or? I think it was both. The players didn't even know, which is kind of crazy. What a weird yeah. hire slash. So if you look at his debacle. if you look at his overall record at St. John's, it's really good. But look at his Big East record; and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, when you're playing like St. Francis and all these other New York schools, sure, and yeah, by hundred, yeah, everybody looks good. But... There, were, I mean, there were stretches this year where they looked 
I mean, I came on here and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, you said they could make a run. I did. Like, I really like Shamori Pons. I think he's a really, really good college basketball player. Marvin Clark played for there for them. He was really good. He just graduated this year. Um, it's kind of like the Steve Lavin era at St. John's. Like, they get good talent. They have a couple good games on national television. You're like, yeah. oh, damn, this team's back. And then just they flame out, and you're like, wow, he's not even the coach there anymore. Like, Are you talking about St. John's or Indiana? Kind of same thing. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's the same thing, basically. So. It is the same Steve thing. Steve Lavin yeah. has some dumb good teams. Yeah, I mean, they, he used to whoop Duke's ass every year in Madison Square Garden. Like, this guy didn't want to play. That's a road game he didn't want to play then. Yeah. So. Um, did you see... Um, so did you see... Who was it? That the leading candidate for Saint one of the leading candidates for Saint John's is Rick Patino. He's the leading be candidate. He's the leading candidate for every open yeah. job. He right apparently now. is interested in Saint John's. They've even said UC. Yeah. I've heard him for UC, which is crazy. Yeah, that would be nasty. Yeah, in, in like the worst way possible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Uh, I think Bobby Hurley will get the Saint John's job. I've heard that. That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It, Do it, we know if he's a good coach though? No, he's not. Yeah, like. <laughs> There's so many guys that like are names that I'm yeah. like. Are they he got be... smoked by Buffalo. Yeah, I'm sure those kids love beating, like whooping his ass in that game. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so Eric Musselman leaves Nevada, goes to Arkansas. We'll pick Suey. Yeah, I weird. Don't, I don't... I, it's a weird fit for him. Yeah, I don't know if people are gonna like that mus- that Musselman energy down there. Mm. We're suit and tie. Yeah, I'm not in polos anymore. <laughs> like you're in a major conference now. Yeah. Grow up. It's my take. <laughs> yeah, same. I think he'll do okay there. I don't SC, think SEC, SEC is, is loaded. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Loaded. It'll be really fun next year. The next yeah. couple years. Yeah, yeah, Florida gets back to being a, like consistently good again. Uh, yes. They will be next year. I know. Yeah. Um, who's that coming in? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, shooting guard out of Florida, number twenty-three, Scotty Barnes. No, he's next year. Um, having a brain for it. I'll figure it out here in a minute. Um, Vanderbilt hired Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, yeah, I really want to talk about that one. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I yeah, think cool. um, Same. it's going to bring bring some uh, flair. It will to Vandy. Yeah, for sure. Um, he obviously like he was really really successful in the G League. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people actually thought he was going to be in line for an NBA job. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who kind of like, well, you know, Stackhouse might go here, go here, go here. Um, I think obviously having an NBA All Star is always going to help recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at what Penny Hardaway is doing right now, obviously it's a prime example. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously. Jerry Stackhouse doesn't have an AU team, but yeah. yeah. So I, I'm excited. For hey, this. He does Stackhouse elite? Does he really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You know, they're he's like it's like middle middle school going. It's to like high Dwayne Wade's AU team. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Scotty Lewis going to uh, Florida next year, number twelve player in the country. Okay. Forward. He was down to UK in Florida, and he picked Florida over them. Nice. Shout oh. out Mike White, get the win. So. Hmm. Yeah. So Stackhouse definitely makes things interesting there. I wish he was going to have Darius Garland. I wish he had Garland. They're gonna be bad next year. I mean, yeah, they're gonna got struggle. Scotty, Scotty Pippen, some going there next year. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, he's. I mean, I saw him play last year in Indy. I mean, he's, he's solid. Fine. Yeah, like I hope he. He's definitely not a one and done. Definitely three, four year, probably four year player, but he'll get better every year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good school to Vandy's. Should be an easy sell. Nashville, like oh, it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, it's a good school. So I mean, he'll do get you better. like pretty blonde women? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the place for <laughs> you. For you, yeah. And I just hope Stackhouse molds into the next head coach in North Carolina. I literally have two requests. It's either Wes yeah. Miller or Jerry Stackhouse. Whoever gets, whoever does well at the Power 5 job, that's who should be the next Carolina coach. Yeah. So, Wes hasn't got the Power 5 job yet. Jerry just did. So, we'll see. 
Yeah. Give Stackhouse like five years, four years to be. Just see what he can do. Get in the tournament. Like, not, I mean, five, six years. Get in the tournament. I'm not even counting the first two years. Once he gets his program there, get in the tournament, make a sweet 16, boom, get him at Carolina. We're, you know, we're not. I know Vanderbilt is awful this year. We're not terribly far away from when they were pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had like Wayne Baldwin and they were solid. Yeah. I mean, shoot the lights out. That's a tough arena to play in. Oh, yeah. It's also it's a really weird, weird arena. <laughs> the worst setup I think I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I hate it. We're like the. the I, uh, that so doesn't wait, make sense. Is every coach in the SEC. Let's go down. So, UK, Calipari, Tennessee, Barnes, Mississippi State, Ben Howland, Final Four, Arkansas, Musselman, Vanderbilt, Stackhouse, Florida, Mike White, Auburn, Bruce Pearl, South Carolina, Frank Martin, Alabama, now Nate Oates. Nate Oates. That's loaded. Mizzou. Uh, that Dekunzo, guy. Dekunzo Martin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is he guy. still there? Mm-hmm. Wow. He sucks. From Cal to Missouri to... Yeah. Is that, is that it we're thinking? We're missing anybody? Mississippi, Kermit Davis. Yeah. Had a good year this year. That's about it. I mean, they're, they're, those, are all pretty, those are all coaches who've been to the tournament or <laughs> starting their tenure. Like, yeah. What happens at LSU? Oh, yeah. Will Wade. <laughs> oh, yeah. If currently do not have a coach right now. Yes. Will Wade would like to coach his team. Yes. He'll send a text. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fine. Yeah. Still the greatest all-time statement release. Apple notes. Yes. Like, Excuse me. Yeah. It's like when kids like announce their declaration oh. for the, like, like their school. Or like, when they're speech. leaving. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd like don't, to thank don't God. Even, yeah. Well, um, did you see R.J. Barrett? Okay. I try not to talk about Duke today, but R.J. Barrett, Duke's little media Savoy against today, RJ Barrett's going to declare. Tomorrow, Cam Rush is going to declare. And then Thursday or Friday, Zion's going to declare. RJ Barrett's like sitting in like the locker room. He's like, uh, you know, I want to thank God and let me come to Duke and play for the Brotherhood. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like John Shire's holding up a cue card, like, say the Brotherhood. Say it. Say it. We'll revoke your house in Florida that your parents live in. But yeah. That's my take on announcing. Like, just send out a tweet. Like, you don't, like, don't even send out a tweet. Just be like, thanks. Like, I'm entering the draft. Yo, thanks. Peace out. Well, and everything's a production now. Oh, even yeah. When these kids, like, they have the million-dollar uh, budget to declare yeah. that they're going to a school yeah, the, now. It's a 30-second yeah. hype video. Yeah. yeah. Bleacher Report, like, yeah. goes out there and shoots it. Yeah. I remember when Deshaun Kaiser declared when he left Notre Dame. Bleacher Report literally did a full production of him just, like, talking and listing his stats and being like... I'm going. It's ridiculous. And now he's Aaron Rodgers' backup quarterback. <laughs> and nice. he's really bad in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Um, but the biggest coaching change is obviously UCLA finally finds a coach. And Their it, first pick, too. Yes. <laughs> Did you see like they sold him? Like, we're going to give you a private jet that you can fly for recruiting purposes. Yeah, he flies out of fucking Lunkin. Right. Like, so UCLA gets Mick Cronin, who we talked about this for weeks now. And you literally, like, we, you went on here and you said, there's no way he goes. And I agreed with you. Yeah. Because I was like, if he gets offered, obviously he goes. But if not, because we're like, okay, Rick Barnes is going to be out there. You know, Chris, Chris Krueger. Yeah, Chris Beard might be out there, depending how that shapes I feel up. like they would have got Chris Beard or, nah, they wouldn't have got Tony Bennett. But I feel like they would have got Chris Beard if they didn't make the Final Four. Yeah, probably. You know. And, you make a national title game. Bro, you ain't, he, he's on. Yeah, right. I'll pay him whatever he wants till he leaves. Yeah, but so we now know Mick Cronin sticking with his Under Armour ties, <laughs> leaving his alma mater to go to UCLA. Man, it's really funny when you make fun of a school for their coach leaving their alma mater, and then it happens to you. It does, isn't it funny? 
It's beautiful. Man, did karma come hit you in the ass pretty hard this year? Yes. So, I don't know how he fits there. He's not a he Los doesn't. Angeles guy. He's not super energetic. He's not... Well, he's only energetic when he wants to fight a player. Yeah. Um, he's not, like, the guy that jumps on in front of the camera to sell a program. He can, he'll you have know, a lot of cameras to bitch at out there. Yeah. That'd be good for him. You know, obviously it's a lot easier to recruit at UCLA than it is at Cincinnati. Um, like, literally, this Cincinnati class, the best way I come in with Samari Curtis, who decommitted from Xavier because Chris Mack was going to Louisville and signed with UC. But apparently he plans to stay at UC. Hmm. Yeah. So, which, I don't blame him. Yeah. Um, but now, like, I'm not wishing he fails. I don't think he will. I'm serious. I know. I know. This is, like, off-brand and, like, I... Okay, so, like, he's always been known for having, like, getting players to buy in. Like, he's always been, like, a fatherly figure to these kids and stuff. And, like, that's kind of just how he recruits. And, like you said, he doesn't, he never goes after, like, the four star, the five star, like, highly terrored, like, kids. So, you give him a school like UCLA where it's easy sell to get to LA. Um, I, if he, it, the hardest thing is getting players to buy in. But once he does, it's an easy conference to win. Yeah. Okay, you got Washington, Oregon. If Harley leaves Arizona State, Arizona State's dead. Um, Oregon State's all right. Like, USC, okay, they're dead. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, if he gets there, he can get players to buy in. Hope the always the biggest thing. So think about the game you see was in the tournament this year. Their their defense keeps them in, but when they need a like they need someone to take over and get a bucket when it's crunch time, like they don't have that. Like you can recruit those players at UCLA. True. I don't think he's gonna shock the world and make a Final Four of national championship. But like, like it's, I feel like UCLA, Indiana, Miami football. Like I just like. Things that were good in the past are just not good anymore. It's just kind of the way the world works. But I feel like UCLA is part of that. But I've compared UCLA to Notre Dame football. Yeah. Like, uh, I, like they live mm-hmm. off their tradition. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, you were great in the 70s and 80s. You had a hell of players. You still have great NBA players right now. Love, Westbrook, all those players. But, like, Ball. yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like he will. <laughs> it's either going to go, like, good or, like, better. Like, next year he has talent on the team. Like, Tiger Sharif Campbell. coming back? Yeah. Yeah, Sharif's coming back. They haven't announced anybody transferring out yet. Like they lose Chris Wilkes, Jalen Hand. They'll probably lose Moses Brown. But I saw the pictures today. Moses Brown was in the locker room, like talking with him. Like Jalen Hand wasn't and stuff like that. So like, I don't know. Like I think he's nine straight tournaments he's been to, and I know he gets a rap. He never made it past the second weekend, which once right exactly. They nah. lost to Jared Sullinger, I think. Yeah. Okay. So once right, and he. I know there's a lot of baggage with him. Yeah, he's like he's not media darling and stuff. I, I don't know. I just it takes a lot for you to leave where you like your alma mater, where you're from. You know the area. You know how to recruit it. To like, and but in his press conference, he said like it's UCLA. Like, he's like you like he, he dropped a Yola. He's like you only live once. Like so, I mean, <laughs> Kenyon Martin was at the presser. Was he really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I mean, just showing pride, loyalty. You know, like I mean, it's just one of those things. Like I don't know, Mick. It's. It'd be hard not to. Like I mean, that's a, that's a huge job. Oh, I don't job blame him one to, bit for yeah, taking the job. Six years, twenty-four million. But I think it was just you know I was walking around and I was kind of just going through stuff on my phone. And like you kind of like it's like I was still trying to figure out the whole Brandon thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell's going on with this? And then I see. I actually saw Rothstein put it out before it got to the point where, like, the push notifications were coming in. Mm-hmm. And I immediately texted you guys, like, oh, my God, it's really happening. Yep. yep. And... Sure enough, it just... 
Once yeah. they once they didn't get Barnes, I knew it was happening. I'm like, they have yeah. to like, who else can they go after? Right. You know, and it was. I don't necessarily blame. I mean, I don't blame them for going to him. It just if you know, it does feel like it's like their ninth choice. Yeah. Uh, but then again, he was also negotiating. I mean, he did go and visit. Yeah. A week or so ago, he was like, I mean, when these when they started their candidate searching, it was Jamie Dixon and Mick Cronin. Yeah. And yes, they went to other people, to Rick Barnes, after the season was over. But like, they had a mutual interest in him like early. So yeah, this isn't like when Billy Gillespie went to Kentucky when yeah. like, Billy Donovan said no, Calipari said no the first time. Yeah. You know, like. Mr. Tom Izzo said no. Yeah. Like, is, uh, I don't know. I, I hope he does well. Just because, I mean, I don't know. I think it would be cool to see. Like, I oh, think, for sure. Yeah, I mean. Cool to see him change it, change his whole legacy yeah. around. I was telling Taylor Alfair before he got here. Uh, Mario Mercuro, he's the director of basketball relations at Xavier. He got an email today from UCLA saying they want to book a home at home. And he put it on Twitter. He's like, weird timing about this, huh? <laughs> That'd be Which, a big for Xavier. I love it. Yeah. That'd be huge for Xavier. Yeah, because they were saying they want to do the first one there and the second one here. Okay. Um, which is still good for Xavier. Oh, yeah. If they have any California kids one of, like, that they're looking at. Yeah. Like Zach Harvey. Good exposure. Yeah, for sure. It'd be fun. I, think, I mean, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a lot easier to recruit, obviously. And it's going to be a lot easier for him to show a program that's not – Hey guys, sometimes it's really cold here. Here in Los Angeles, it's beautiful all the time. Yep. Um, you're around everything. Yep. You know. You're it, around everyone. Yeah. Russell Westbrook's around a yeah. lot. Kevin Love's around a lot. I'm sure he'll do a lot of that too. Yeah. You know? Have to. Yeah. You got to win over your alumni so they yeah. can continue to support you. It'll be cool to see it change. Yeah. His press conference. I mean, I watched it today. Like, I, I don't know. Like I just, I guess I'm indifferent on him. I've always kind of like, I, I kind of like it as like a bulldog. But I mean, it's a, I think it's a bad fit. Like, I mean, the initial take, like, oh shit, like he's going to UCLA. Like, right. damn, that's a rough spot. But like, if he gets, if they give him time, which they're not known to, but no. he can make something out of it. I mean, Ben Howland went to the Final Four and they fired him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was like a couple years after. Yeah, but and then Steve Alford had a really bad two years. Steve Alford. Fought LeVar Ball. Yeah. And that basically ruined his tenure. Yeah. Lost and... Jello, lost Mello. Oh, man. He lost LiAngelo Ball. What was yeah. he going to do with himself? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I, I see what you're saying, and I don't disagree with it, but I just have this hard time believing. No, do I want him to fail? No, not at all. But I just hard time believing he's going to go out there and like thrive. Not saying like right away Final Four immediately. Like I think he has a shot. I mean, they'll probably make the tournament next year. Like you said, they have a lot of good players. If Sharif O'Neal is in game shape, that changes everything for them. Mm-hmm. Um, he still has time to sign a couple of players. I don't know if their scholarship situation is by any means right now. But I I don't know if if you see like gives him three plus, I think he could be fine. Mm-hmm. If this is a two and out. I'm really worried about him. Yeah. I feel like you have to do at least three. Like, I feel like it's long enough time to be able to... Yeah, the program's in such a array right now that you have to. Like, you literally have to give them more time. Yeah. Right now, they have the number 76 prospect, a Jamie Vasquez Jr., or 6'7", small forward, four-star. That's all they have for 2019. That's about what he had with Samari Curtis. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it was... Yeah, I'm looking for Curtis. He's not even on top 100. I think so. I don't think so. No. I'll see him Saturday. No, he's not even on top 100. So he's already got a better win this year. He's got Tiger Campbell coming back. Don't know if he's going to transfer. I doubt it. Because Tiger Campbell is supposed to be a one-and-done point guard who tore his ACL last year. 
and didn't play a game, so he redshirted, and I can't imagine him leaving. Oh, he'd definitely have to play. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's not going to leave and then sit another year out and be 22 without zero college basketball experience. Right. Or, or like, 21, whatever you want to call it. So Agreed. So Cincinnati side of things now, there's a lot of names that are being thrown up. Obviously, we can attest to this because we're in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, the two biggest names, it seems to be Nick Van Exel, former UC basketball player, current assistant coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, and John Brannon, current coach of Northern Kentucky University, who... I've been lucky enough to be around for two seasons now. I've built like a decent media to coach relationship with John. Um, I would be stoked for John. I think it would make a lot of sense for John to go there. It makes a lot of sense for both sides too. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't have to move. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah. You don't have to pay anything. Right. It's a right. 15 minute drive. Yeah. Right. Oh, what, I Compared gotta, to a four minute. I got to commute now, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And but like on the other end, I understand the idea of Nick Van Exel. Yeah, he's coaching bat- professional players right now as an assistant. He's still very in tune with the University of Cincinnati. It's a good recruiting ploy. A lot of former players have come and said like they want Nick Van Exel to have the job. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a few other names that have come out, but those two seem to be the biggest. I've heard from people that John's the candidate number one. Um, I don't want him to go there, but I would be happy for him, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, UC plays at Northern for a game next year. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, so hmm. I don't want I don't want to see a world where John Brandon coaches against NKU. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. I just blast. Like him. I remember the first time Thad Mata coached against Xavier, it's and so I was weird. like, I don't like this. He's actually been named. Yeah, a he's in, times he's too. on the list. Thad would be awesome at UC. Mm-hmm. I that's who I want to take it take the job. I do too. Just I mean, I think I'd be a good fit. I think Thad could really get people excited about the program, keep mm-hmm. things alive. UC is going to be pretty decent next year. I mean, well, I know is, I, is his health good enough? That's, that's why he stepped down, right? His back, no, they said he. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The biggest thing with him, is, so is like his, it's his back. Like they said, he can't make the trips. Like, like he can't fly commercial airlines. They're like recruiting stuff, which mm. I mean that makes sense. But yeah, he's like hmm. I mean, act like he's like ninety, dying. <laughs> he's like fifty four, I think. Like he'd be all right. Like I don't know. I think. Um, I think Nick Van Ex will be a terrible hire. Like, I really do. Like, I know he fits the mantra of what you see is, and he understands it. But, like, just, you know, hire Nick Van Exel, put Kenyon Martin on staff, and, yeah, it sounds great in theory until it's time to roll the ball out there and, you're like, the coach shit their pants when something's going wrong. So Yeah, this whole Penny Hardaway trend of yeah. you could... And I know I, I, I know I said Jerry Stackhouse. But that's different. But he coached a G League team and like he like right. and Nick Van Exel coached the Texas Legends in the G League and was like twenty four and forty eight and his coaching career. Like it I'm not saying you're judged off wins and law, like you kinda are. Like it's just I don't know. <laughs> Got a little it, it, it this doesn't seem like the guy that's going to run the university. It feels like it's just built but to be an exciting He's thing. not yeah. going to get them over the hump. UC's athletic director has made killer hires. And fo- like they got rid of Tuberville, hired Fickle, like boom, great hire. Like, yeah. Now they're going to do the same in basketball. I think it'll be Brandon Armada. Yeah. I I would not be shocked if it's Van Exel. Yeah. But it will. I do think it'll be one of those yeah. two. I do hope it's Thad. Yeah. You know, I, I hope that he gets a chance to really do well there. Um, He'd be the first coach ever to be on both sides. Of the rivalry, the head coach. Oh, that's true. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, because it's at Cintas next year. Mm. What if he get booed? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Honestly, it would be like it would be our version of Patino leaving Kentucky to go to Louisville. Well, having a step between. Yeah. But Thad would also then be the only coach to coach at all three major college basketball programs in, the, in Ohio. <laughs> that's 
weird. That's crazy. He really wanted the George job two years ago. That was, he I mean, did. That was documented. Yeah. That he wanted that, and they gave it to Kareem. So, yeah. So his back was fine there. Shout out Anthony Edwards. So, <laughs> right. Is this bag big enough? Yeah. Is this wide enough? Yep. Okay. Duffel or backpack? Right. Duffel. Um. Anything? Oh yeah. Steve Alford. Nevada. So, yeah. Steve Alford apparently is in negotiations to take Musselman's spot. In Nevada. Back to the Wolfpack. Back to the Wolfpack. And the Mountain West. Yeah. Um. I would like to see Alford really be. I like him. I, I do too. He knows we, how to beat Calabari. <laughs> we talked about I mean, this. Like when he didn't take Indiana and Archie Miller got the job, it was like it was over for him. Yeah. At that point, it was like coaching was like. Yeah, sinking ship. It was, yeah. Because I knew he was. I mean, I knew he was at UCLA, but like he is Indiana basketball. Yeah. Mister, like they were mad they took Reggie Miller over Steve Alford. Right. Which was the right pick. Yes, who offered stunk in the press. Yes, he Capital did. Capital S. <laughs> Very like much. 1.4 points a game, he averaged. Yeah, Indiana people were hilarious. Like, yeah. They were like, why couldn't you guys get Oladipo? Like, well, because the Magic had the second pick in the draft. Yeah. And now he's there now. So, But I, I really do like Steve. I want to see Steve be successful. I think it'd be cool if he coached in Indiana. I think that's out of the play at this point, obviously, but in general for the future. I can't see a case where he ends up being there, but Nevada is not like he's taking over a bad Nevada program. Mm -mm. Um, they kind of relevant. They kind of sucked at the end of the year last year. Let's just be honest. Yeah, but he's got some good players. I know the Martin twins are leaving. Jordan Brown, yeah, five star that should have won North Carolina. Is Jordan Caroline gonna be gone? I think he's a junior. So okay. He might be. He might stay. Yeah, but hell, no, he probably declared too. So probably <laughs> everybody just declare. Yep. Yeah. So that's. Guess a good segue to our next topic of discussion. One, one last thing. All right, question. You are a head coach anywhere that five, your top three jobs that you would take over any like any school in the country. Like your top three, your personal top three schools that you would like to take over and build the program at. Go each like, one of us. We'll we'll go one at a time if you want. Like like these are major programs. Yeah, like it could. I mean, whatever you want. If you if you want to be coach Wichita State as your number one like overall school, like by all means. But like, I, oh, I didn't think about this. Yeah. Because, like, where would you like to build a program to recruit, to, like, win, like chase national titles? The, the fans got to be involved. Like, you're not, like... Obviously, my personal bias being yeah. Xavier, because it's, you know, minus this year, they've been a consistent, solid basketball program. Yeah, I agree. Cintas is an incredible arena to see a game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you get good players. You've been consistently, you know, in the top six in, in like, seeds in the, in the tournament. Yep. Um... Kentucky is an obvious one yeah. because it's just it's an easy sell. Yeah. But I've I mean I was open about this many times. Since, I know it's easy to say Duke or Carolina or any of those, but like I want Indiana basketball to be good again. Yeah. I I really love the tradition of Indiana basketball. I love the candy stripe pants. I love Assembly Hall. Wait, the ones Tennessee wears or the <laughs> right right <laughs> or Oakland? Yeah, right. Yeah, University of Oakland. Yeah. But when Indiana got Romeo Langford this year, it <laughs> felt like it was like. This big breath of fresh air. Coming, they they compared him to freaking Abraham Lincoln at his signing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bum. <laughs> and I was like, Sorry. <laughs> it, it was awesome, man. It was like, they finally got like a big time player again. They haven't had one since Oladipo like this. Oh, Christian Walford was pretty good. But, and you know, they were like when they would win games, when they beat Butler on a buzzer in Indianapolis, it was like, you felt that excitement. I went on this show and I did the Hoosiers chant. <laughs> when they beat Michigan State twice, it was like, man, Indiana's gaining steam. This is really nice. Yeah, and, it's gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, Indiana would definitely be one. I would love to see a case where, like, 
if I was like if I was Thad Mon and Archie yeah. Miller was gone, I'd be like, hey Indiana, I'm your guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think Indiana would be on the list. For yeah. Me. Mine, uh, number one, North Carolina, obviously. Right. Yeah. Chapel Hill, uh, number two. I mean, Carolina speak for itself. National titles, fan base, awesome. Uh, easy school to recruit. Wide fan base. Yeah, I mean, easy to recruit. I mean, Jordan played there. You get a bunch of NBA talent. Um, number two. Yeah, God. Do I go Kentucky? Yeah, I mean, sure. Fan base is crazy. Only problem with Kentucky is, I mean, this is documented. Like the lower arena, the true fans sit up top. The true fans are in the upper. Oh, for sure. The lower arena is rich money, old people who generational tickets. Yeah, they sit on their hands and don't even know who the hell the players are. Right, exactly. The uppers is, are the the true fans, you know. So Kentucky will be awesome. I mean, Cal Perry is a freaking god around here. So, and then number three. God, what school would I coach? It'd probably be University of Arizona. Okay. Uh, I mean, NBA tradition there. God, the weather out there is perfect. Mm-hmm. Pac-12's easy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, I mean, Arizona's always, always loved Arizona when I was a kid for some reason. Like, playing the like NBA or NCAA 2K8 games, Lute Olsen would always retire. <laughs> like, always retire after the first year, and that job yeah. would be open, and I would take it. And, like, I just recruit the top five-star kids every year. So, <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, my own personal thing. So, Arizona, um, even though they stole Josh Green from North Carolina this year. How the hell is Sean Miller not fired, by the way? <laughs> how is he so much? Dude. Yeah, sorry. I he know. literally did the whole, like, yeah. his last game this year. He's like, thank you for me coaching for the last ten years. Yeah. I was, like, I was at Xavier that day. And we're, yeah. like, we're all sitting around because they all know, still know Sean. And we're, yeah. like, is he done? Yeah weird but that Arizona is definitely weird is where I would coach as my third place okay so, I mean having Nico Mannon is going to be pretty nice and Josh year. Green he's yeah good. Nico's good. fucking gross he's, he is so I think I'll piggyback Carolina just right that's, that's your squad like, um, like Xavier was mine yeah. yeah I think I would probably say to rebuild UC UC would be cool being you know home from here because they were actually we remember the Jordan era yeah. UC teams that were really good in the 90s the Danny Fortsons mm-hmm. the, yeah the Steve Logans my nickname was Kmart growing up everybody would call yeah. me I mean I would try to do the little tattoo thing you know mm-hmm. badass yellow boy all that do you have, neck, do you have lips on your neck I wish <laughs> that only made it big. I mean that would make sense at home so right um, and then actually I think UCLA would be dope to kind of try to bring it back for sure um, do you win a national title at UC or UCLA or Indiana oh. yeah you're King. A god, right? Yeah. You sign your lifetime deal then. Yep. There are some programs where I'm shocked they're not very good at basketball. Right. Like I understand that Miami, Florida is a football school, but you're in Miami. Yeah. There's so many good athletes but in Florida. So, but football's so prevalent down there. I get that. I do. The rumor is Larinaga's retiring and Frank Martin's going to take over because Frank Martin's from there. That'd be sick. That would be sick. I think I'd rather like have it. Frank Martin than Larinaga. Yeah. Yeah. He'd probably rip that off with some Jamie Lucky official. <laughs> yeah. <tell him. laughs> So, like, yeah, like, I mean, kind of piggyback off what Tim said, like, there are schools, like, St. John's should be good. New York. Right. Oh, for sure. There are so many players in New York. Like, uh, St. John's, Miami. USC. Yeah. I mean, they drop the bag and still suck. Right. Yeah. You know rough. I mean? Rough. Um, has Kevin Porter declared yet? I assume he has. Yeah. But he's a lottery he, pick, he, right? He did, he did the beginning of this year. Yeah. <laughs> Other schools. Florida would be cool. Texas should be better. Yeah. Yeah. Shaka literally saved I think, his job by winning the NIT. I think Florida's fine. They made the Elite Eight in twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, they're not far away. Like it's just weird coming seeing the like Billy Donovan years and now it's Yeah. Like, I mean they made the final four right. in twenty fourteen, they were the number one overall seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and everybody was like, We're gonna get a UK Florida final <laughs> in UConn. Oops. Right. So. She has Napier said otherwise. Yeah. UConn. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dan Hurley's gonna I think Dan Hurley is the right guy for that job. Yeah. He's psycho. He is psycho. Yeah. He is energetic as all be. He 
can sell. I mean, he if you like listen to his press conferences, he can sell the shit to for anything. Yeah. Um, I think Dan's gonna. I think Dan's gonna do well there. I think they're gonna be pretty good next year. They have a couple kids still that are like leaning UConn. There's gonna be precious. a lot of good teams. Yeah, Precious is still leaning towards UConn. If if Precious and Chino is at UConn next year, he will be one of the five best players in the American. Yeah, I mean, that's Jaron Cumberland. He's a man. James Wiseman. Yep. Him. You know, because it's it's you know they're really going. It's going to be consistently fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, will be a lot of good teams next year. Yeah. That was a good segment, Taylor. Thanks. Never thought about that. Tried, tried that out. Yeah. Nice. I always just thought about that. Like, where would you love the coach? Like, I mean, think about all these coaches leaving. Like, what draws you to the school? Like, obviously, money. I, I get it. I mean, yeah. all, everything revolves around money. But I don't know. You said fan base, everything. I think a lot of it goes into it. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, there is pressure. I mean, wow. Sorry, I just blew up my ears. Oh, it, it happens. The pressure. I mean, North Carolina and UK. Like, you don't. You go two years without making the tournament. Out of there, like, see ya. Like, I mean, Gillespie went one year without making the tournament. Trash. And, like, the year before, he was, like, an eight seed. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. yeah that's right. They lost in the first round. Yeah. Was it Marquette? Mm, I don't know. I'm bl- pulled up. That's funny, though. Yeah, he, he had a rough year. And we went from Texas Tech to or Texas A&M to... There were the Perry Stevenson rumors. Yeah. Jesus, dude. What a, what a monster. Do you remember yeah. those? Yeah. Woof. Awkward. Woof. So... Well, Taylor looks it up. We'll kind of go through, um, kind of touch on a few things. See, so, Higgins is coming back? Yeah, I was going to say, kind of getting the draft declaration. Mm-hmm. So we can start there. Uh, P.J. Washington and Calvin Johnson have both declared. See ya. A lot of people are talking about P.J. Washington. Like, I had some people I talked to that there's a lot of teams that really love him. I can see it. I think he would be that late lottery to early 20s. Mm-hmm. I can't see taking him in the top 10. No. There's just no way. I, I saw some big boards where they have him in, like, Top fourteen. There's a like, lot of bad big boards. Oh, there are, bad. no doubt about it. But I can't see a case where I'm taking PJ Washington over twelve other guys. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like it goes off that thing we've been talking about all years. Like you want, I love him. Develop. I mean, you get somebody, you get him late. You're, oh, you're golden. Hell of a steal. Yeah, PJ Washington could be. I think his ceiling is light. Draymond. I was. Gonna say the you same know what thing. I mean? Like yeah. six nine can play the four, can play a stretch five. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can see PJ Washington an NBA game on the floor with ten, like six minutes to go mm-hmm. in a close game. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Kelton Johnson declared. I know that's Taylor's favorite player. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they were yep. Yeah, they were eleven seed. Lost seventy four sixty six to Marquette. That's right. That was um was Buzz the coach of Marquette? Uh, Tom Crean probably. Right. Yeah, because Tom Green did beat Kentucky twice in the tournament. Yep. Tom Green made a living beating Kentucky for a while there. <laughs> yeah. a good resume builder. He had the most awkward face in the world. That night. He's like, mm, Watford hit that three. Like, <laughs> disgusted. Like, what a weirdo. I met, I met Tom Green once at EYBL in Indy. Um, we were walking, literally walking into the arena, and he was right on. It was right after he got on part of my take. Like, and it's after he got the George job. I was like, hey, Tom, I love you on part of my take. He's like, hey, man, thanks. Great. Like, talked to me for like five minutes. And I was like, I just, I just want to say hi. I really don't give a shit what we're going to talk about right now. But, but he's, I mean, super you, like, you blow Tom yeah, Crean right. No, Tom, I'm sorry, dude. I just want to say hey. I actually got some stories about meeting like the coaches at EYBL, like Fran McCaffrey. So at the, so it's at like Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse. This is Iowa's coach for people who don't know. Yeah, the guy that like, got suspended for two games for going up to the refs in Columbus. <laughs> um, so the way that it's like Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse, it's a huge like basketball like mm-hmm. center. And then also there's like 12 Little League baseball fields right behind it. It's like a huge athletic complex just for everything. Mm-hmm. And there's like 30 turf soccer fields to the left. So like it's this place is packed in the summer when the EYBL is going on. So you park in the middle and you got to walk like through this like gravel road all the way back because like the main two lots fill up pretty quick. 
and you walk on this gravel road, and you gotta hop this fence to get into like to get to the main entrance. It's muddy as hell, and we're walking, and like I see this guy in a black zip up, and he's in front of us. I'm like, all right, so we get up there, and he's like on the phone. We turn around. It's Fran McCaffrey hopping the fence, and he lands in the mud. He's just, like, cussing up and down. Like, I'm just, like, not looking at him. And he looks at me, he's like, I effing hate this place. Like, I hate coming here. I hate Indiana. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to I'm gonna go inside now, sir. Have a great day. Like, yeah. So. That's, That's awesome. You know, Jay Wright, pissed drunk. I was wearing a North Carolina sweatshirt after they beat us in 2016. Uh, he nodded at me and smiled. I just wanted to, like, punch him right in the face. <laughs> I was like, congrats, coach. Wait, I just ripped my heart out. He's like, thanks. Thank you, son. He shook my hand. I, uh, I, was, I was in a press room with him this year. Yeah. After Xavier beat him. And it was the first time I'd ever seen Jay Wright look dejected. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm so used to Villanova being phenomenal. Xavier's daddy for right now. Right, yeah, man. Like, that game was probably my favorite game of the year. That was the best game I covered all year, between all the the schools I covered. Um, But, yeah, just seeing him, like, sit down at a presser. It's him, Phil Booth, and Eric Paschal. And you just see his, like, hands in his head. And I'm like, you always have great suits, you know? Yeah, he's he's the man. He is awesome. It's... I can dislike Villanova, but that's more or less just because they always beat Xavier. I respect the hell of their program, yeah. but I can't hate Jay Wright. Right. It's like Tony Bennett. It's going to be awesome when George Clooney plays him in a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to happen. Uh, speaking of Villanova, Quinterly transfers. Jelly Fam mm-hmm. is yeah. dead in college basketball. Isaiah Washington transfers from Minnesota. Yeah, no, it's almost like hyping up these kids. Not worth it. What? Yeah, <laughs> Jelly no Fam. Way. Okay, there's Jelly, Jelly fam, fam and Jam Fam. Javon Quinley was a five star. Yeah, was who was born to Arizona. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. And then the bag situation yeah. happened. I was always on Jam Fam's team. Zion, Nasir Little, Kelton Johnson, Nas Reed, R.J. Barrett. There's a bunch of them. That was fun. NBA players and the ones who aren't. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Kira Lewis going back to Alabama. Yeah. AKA Duke. Got Trey Jones back, so Duke they, got Trey Jones back. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Um. So we know RJ Barrett's gone, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I still am trying to figure out why there's so much hate for his game. I would take him number two overall. Same. Over, I love Ja. Oh, I love yeah. Ja. Yeah. I think Ja's gonna be an excellent NBA. Player. I think we'll have a better. Ready for this? I think we'll have a better NBA career than Zion Williamson. I don't disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, we've said that <laughs> numerous times. Yeah. And there went the listeners. <laughs> Just, so. But truthfully, I mean, Zion Williamson has this really unfair... Like, at this time, Zion Williamson is not declared yet, which means when we're done recording here in, like, 20 minutes yep. or so, he will declare, like, 10 minutes after we're done. For Always. Sure. Um, He's going to do it on his show. Yeah. We'll have it first. <laughs> I got a few words to say to him, so let's, <laughs> let's get him on. Come on, Zion, if you're listening, hit my line. Um, but... Yeah, I agree. I think RJ's a, RJ's game is built more for the NBA, and like Zion is obviously we is very unique. It's something we haven't seen before in college He's not basketball. Playing against anybody his size, though. So like when people are like, I don't, you know, for him, he's going to be so magnified in everything he does because mm-hmm. people are like, this is LeBron James, and that's not fair. No, no one should ever be like, no one should ever be compared to Michael Jordan, LeBron James, or Kobe Bryant Mm-mm. ever, Mm-mm. ever, ever, ever. You know what I mean? Like that's like if like I have this seven one center, I'm like, oh, he's Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Jared Carter. The fuck he is. <laughs> he's Jared Carter, actually. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like Kyle and I were just talking about. Um. Yep. Jared Culver. Yep. Jared Culver. I've done that twice. Where I forgot his name. I did it on Mo Aker's show. I forgot his name. That's <laughs> that one guy is really good. Uh, like, aren't you the college basketball so, guy? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. So. Culver's getting like all this prep, and I understand this is a weaker draft, 
And, you know, like we talked about, it, he's like, I think he's Karis LeVert. And I was like, that's fair, but I think his ceiling's Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton's an NBA all-star. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people like talk about like Jared Culver, like he's going to go in. And when I say he plays like Penny Hardaway, I'm not saying he's Penny Hardaway. I say it's Penny Hardaway's body frame. Yeah. Like that's, that's literally my thing is mm-hmm. he's Penny Hardaway's size. Makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And people think like, think every top 10 pick that comes in this, that comes in this draft every year is going to be a superstar. And it's not how it works in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like there are times when you draft, when Michael K. Gilchrist got taken by the, at the time, Bobcats, mm-hmm. he was the second pick and they were like, you're going to be our stop filler. That's all he was. Right. They didn't draft him thinking he was going to be this, like, they probably thought he'd be better than he is. Mm-hmm. But there's no way Michael Jordan was like, you're going to be our superstar small forward. Right, no. There's no way. I mean, here's a perfect example. Look at the NBA top 10 players list every year. The same 10 players are on there in different orders. Not right. once are college players immediately on there. It's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, for Zion Williamson, yeah. I think he'll be a good NBA player. I'm not saying he's Yeah, not. no, I'm with you. But I don't, like, people are like... He's still got a lot to prove with his game. Like, he, yeah, he was incredible, but... He's still a bad shooter. Can he? I mean, even though he used to play point guard before he is Grossberg, can he really dribble against right. NBA talent? He's going to be. I, I think he's going to get. Who does he guard? What position does he guard? In yeah, he's, I mean, he's going to play that like Paul Millsap, but eat him alive. Right. That's just saying. That's just one guy I can think. There's going to be glimpses where he's going to look outstanding. Oh, he's going to block the shot. Some shit. Dude, pin some shots. Oh, gonna, for like, sure, he's going to have some crazy some windmill dunks. Yeah. Like, but. I really do hope him and Diallo have that rematch in the dunk contest. Yeah. I want that so bad. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, but like Zion Williamson like feels like he's every Orlando Magic player. He has all these great athletic moves he can do, but he can he shoot? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Find out next time. Right. So, um, but yeah, I agree. I think RJ has everything to where he's got to be a better playmaker. Yeah. And that's like my only. Like, he's a okay so so defender. Yeah. When he wants to play defense, he looks really good. Right. Um. But, like, people were like, you know, Zion didn't get all these shots down the stretch. And I get that. And I would probably give the ball Zion, too. But I love that he's not afraid to take that shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I no, love he, it. He's going to start making more of those the more he, you know, he practices, practices, practices. Right. Like, I've said this so many times now that the Atlanta Hawks have two picks in the lottery because of the Dallas Mavericks. If they somehow get a situation, because they have their point guard, they have John Collins. If they have a situation where they can go get. R.J. Barrett and Jared Culver or DeAndre Hunter, like that's a scare. Fuck, sign me up for that team, yeah. man. I'm a Hawks fan immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that, I mean they have all assets of the game at that point. Kevin Herter has been good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I didn't right. realize that. Yeah, that's scary. That's super scary. <laughs> but because I, I honestly think this whole year, I think I've said it that I thought R.J. Barrett was the more ready NBA player. Yeah, out of really anybody. Cam hasn't declared yet. Cam's going to declare. Yeah, I think. You know, and he's a guy who gets shit on, too. Well, yeah. I mean... I, the rumor is he... Not really a rumor. It's kind of well-documented. He did not like college. Yeah. I, I mean, it wouldn't either. I remember five recruit in the country. You're just getting talked yeah. about like you're nothing. Right. Yeah. When Cam's in a situation... Where he, yeah, when Cam's in a situation where he's playing with pro players, I think he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he goes... Like, people sag off him and let leave him wide open? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Cam's... When Cam's on, he's a deadly shooter. We saw mm-hmm. in the Florida State game. We saw in the Louisville game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy that can really do that. Between things. the legs pass from RJ to Cam oh when they bury so, Louisville. So disrespectful. Oh, my God. As soon as he, passed, as soon as he dribbled <laughs> between his legs, I'm like, you oh, knew it was shit, going in, yeah. Man. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it is. I gave a compliment to Duke. Mark the date, <laughs> April 10th. At 8.04 p.m. Yes. Big yes. day. So, Calvin Johnson, I still don't know what position he plays in the NBA. A lot of people seem to think he's going to play a three, and I'm like, 
He's not fast enough to play a three. Mm-hmm. You saw he got a shit pinned against Auburn when he tried to backdoor cut on there. Like, yeah, you're going to put him in a three against like Giannis and Kevin Durant. LeBron. And LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> like, even mid-level threes. Like, yeah. I mean, Ingram might eat him alive. Yeah. And that's saying something. Right. So. Yeah. Tatum, I don't know. He's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a situation where Kelton Johnson could be that like end of the lottery pick. Like the Celtics have an end of the lottery pick. There's a situation where he could go there and they could just plug him in. He could be fine. Yeah. Him and Jalen Brown and Tatum. I mean, that'd be a good little... Yeah. to have there. Or unless they pull off trading for Anthony Davis, which... That's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> petty wars. Yeah. Yeah, petty wars. I bad. mean, did you see his response to that? I know it's like a different topic. He was like, I didn't even know. I have people who lay my clothes up. <laughs> yeah. So if I put a swastika on your shirt, you're going to rock it Nick tomorrow. <laughs> what is this? Well, yeah, exactly. But, so, it's the way Anthony Davis goes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Any other big names we should really talk about declaring yet? Because I know, like I said, Zion hasn't declared it. He's going to. We know Ashton Higgins is coming back, which he really should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I bet Hero comes back. I do too. With Higgins coming he back. Shouldn't. Yeah. I feel like he and shouldn't, but pretty... he, I bet he will. If he comes back. They're nasty. They're number one. Which was my next topic I wanted to get on. Yeah, they have to be. So the early betting odds have, have already come out because they always do at the end. And I was under the impression because I thought Kyle Guy was at school about the same length Kirk Cousins was at <laughs> Michigan State. Um, but... No, Kyle Guy has another year of college basketball in him, apparently. And Ty Jerome has another year of basketball in him, apparently. I bet Ty goes. Do you? Yeah. He should. Yeah, he's phenomenal. So I come back. Go out on top. Dude, Michigan State is going to be really good next year. So Michigan's going to be good, too, right? Yeah. Uh, Michigan lost Jordan Poole, Izzy Brasdegas, and Charles Matthews. Mm-hmm. Well, they were going to lose Charles Matthews regardless. but the Bre- Yeah, Brasdegas. That was... Yeah. That one shocked me. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's a weird one. Yeah, not sure how I feel about that. We'll, we'll, we'll know where Carolina lands here in a couple weeks. <laughs> Either MIT or National Championship <laughs> contenders. Yeah, I can't find the Give me Cole team. Anthony or A. John Tucker and yeah. Justin McCoy. Justin McCoy is a four-star, three-star, four-star, small forward out of like Panther Creek, North Carolina, who decommitted from Penn State. But he's like like leading the state in rebounds. He's a good scorer. You'd be a perfect four-year player. Yeah. So I'm here are the 2020 title odds right now. Virginia five to one because they have all those guys coming back. They'll yeah, they'll change, but yeah. Duke's eight to one. Kentucky's eight to one. If if Tyler Hero stays, yeah, they're the best bet. Yeah. Yeah, but we've they have heard, to be. We've heard this before. Gonzaga <laughs> ten to one. Gonzaga. With with what they lose, I Williams, Hachimar. I mean, Rory hasn't declared. Tilly will be back, right? Who's the point guard? Clark? Or uh, what's it? Pangos, right? Yeah. I'm Michigan sure. State next year. They've got all these guys that are hurt besides Nick Ward who can be back. Cassius Winston's back. Hasn't announced yet, but yeah. Yeah. Louisville's 15-1. to 1. They have a lot of good kids coming in. Nickelberry. Uh, Aiden Ingerhorn. David Johnson. Yeah, Samuel Williamson. Villanova's 15-1. to 1. Jer- Jer- Brian Antone and then Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl. They're yeah, tough. I'm not ready for it. Yeah. And then Auburn twenty to one, North Carolina twenty to one. Shout out Cole Anthony. If we get Cole Anthony, when we get Cole Anthony, yep. Speaking to existence, put the leader on North Carolina. Texas Tech is thirty to one odds. Wow, I yeah. could say I understand. Marquette is forty to one. Who the fuck's putting a bet on Marquette? <laughs> Me. If, if uh, is Car- was Marcus Howard coming back? No. Oh, so he's gone. The Hauser brothers, I think, will still be there. Yeah. If they had Howard, then it makes sense. Then no. Right. Never mind. I'm out. Cincinnati is a hundred to one. Indiana's a hundred to one. UCLA is a hundred to one. Xavier's a hundred to one. Market. 
UCLA national titles next year. <laughs> Memphis, I will die. Memphis is two hundred to one. They're gonna be good. If they get R- if they get RJ Hampton, it'll drop significantly to yes. close to fifty, probably. Agreed. They probably won't though. So that is kind of what we're looking to. If you want to make your bets now. Um, all right, we're going to wrap up this week's edition of At Large Bid because we went on entirely too long. Yes, sir. Uh, but we touched on a lot of stuff. so We had to go big. This is, what, last one of the season. so Yeah, now it's time to get into draft preview for a few months. And yeah. then from there, well, obviously, whenever Cole Anthony announces, we'll do our breaking pod. Mm-hmm. So when he's in North Carolina, and you guys see me in North Carolina gear that day. <laughs> <laughs> we have our exclusive North Carolina stuff on. It's going to be North Carolina podcast. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. That day only. <laughs> but everyone, thanks again for tuning in. Um, I know it was a little weird this week with me being out. Just, yeah, way to go, Tim. But uh, I think 48 minutes we're planning on doing a playoff preview this week, too. Cool. Playoff starts Saturday for the NBA. So everyone, have a good week, and uh, thanks for tuning in. See ya.